Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Got a race recap for you guys. I did a race yesterday out in Hamilton, Texas. Race recap. So I'm going to start off with this. I'm going to go off a little bit on a tangent here and I'm going to get on a soapbox. Folks, there's racing going on. There's bike races happening. And I'm going to use this platform and I'm going to use my voice to say, where's everybody at? We had 12 people in our race yesterday. Everybody talking about the pandemic and how bad it's been. And gosh, I'm tired of Zwift and geez, I'm training. But what am I training for? Like there's no racing. And now there's racing and the attendance is abysmal. Uh, the race wasn't really that far away from a lot of people's different geographic locations. I understand some people probably had some commitments and such, but golly, not all of us to where we only had 12 dudes show up to race against. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's get some good field sizes and healthy racing going on again. Um, because you know, this guy's been putting on races. There's been a race pretty much every weekend here for the last five, six weekends, but anyhow, getting into it, there you go. We we had 12 people in this race yesterday, and uh, me being on Elevate, uh, we had four guys, and Richardson Bike Mart had three guys. Four plus three is seven out of 12. There were five riders left, and uh, two of them, you know, uh, Trinity or United had two guys. And the Lions Club, the Williams Racing Academy team had two guys. And then there were two solos. And that was it. So the name of this game was Elevate and RBM. I mean, once they, once we got into a move with RBM, it, it was over. That, that was it. Uh, so my instructions to, you know, the team were, guys, if RBM is in something, if they do something, we need to make sure that we're there because they're going to take the first opportunity to rightfully sit up and say, hey, we've got somebody up the road. We're not doing anything and I don't want to chase all day. Uh, the course was run on a uh, 36 mile, 38 mile circuit, I believe, 38 mile, 38 point something mile circuit, uh, two laps of it. So about 77 miles total. And it was really windy out there. Uh, there was one part of the course that was pretty much just heading pretty much due south. And so you were into a, a headwind or a cross headwind for like 15 miles straight. Uh, and then you made a right turn. So then you started kind of getting a, uh, kind of a cross. It wasn't really that heavy. And then you turned right again and then you got this killer, cross tailwind, uh, coming into the finish. And that was pretty much the course. Um, so how did it play out? Well, we rolled out of town and about according to his Strava, about three miles in an RBM guy, uh, Patrick Breen decides to attack. Well, he goes up the road and I saw it. I watched it. I thought to myself, eh, you know, it's, it's one guy got 77 miles left to go. This wind is killer. I'm okay with us not necessarily being in that right now. And, um, we just kind of waited a second there, but one of my teammates, 
and I'm glad he did it. Kyle Walker, he jumps out of the pack and bridges. He bridges to Patrick. So at this point, folks, that's, that's an elevate guy and that's an RBM guy. We're talking, what, five miles in, six miles in to 77 miles. There were no reactions from the other teams to, you know, or solo riders or anybody really. I mean, Elevate and RBM, we weren't going to react to that. And so they quickly build up a minute, minute, 15 seconds. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, this is, this is going to be one of those days because I'm happy. I'm really happy. I mean, Elevate, we we had the better sprinter of those two riders. So I'm good with where we're at. I'm really good with where we're at. So I just told the guys, hey, just, I mean, you know, cover cover and smother. Let's see what happens. Uh, it's not on us to, to, you know, to bring that back, obviously. Um, you, you tag the counters and you ride, you roll with those guys that want to counter and, um, you know, but you don't pull through. You let them pull you across. And there were a couple of attempts to get that done, but for the most part, uh, wow, it was um, just kind of sit and wait. And then the gap gets out. We get like two minutes, uh, you know, two minute gap, probably eh, 20 miles into this thing, 20, 22, 23 miles into this thing. We get a two minute gap and I'm like, okay, you know, that's but, uh, I mean, once we came in through that first lap, I mean, they were saying it was like four minutes and uh, I thought to myself, well, uh, unless somebody really wants to get on the gas here, you know, at that point, is anybody going to get across by themselves? Yeah, four minutes. You know what? Probably not. Right. Uh, so I'm thinking there needed to be some cohesion in terms of rotating through and stuff like that, but that just, that just kind of wasn't happening. I mean, again, I, the reason why I'm asking for more people to come participate in race is because honestly, like this race was, I mean, I felt a little bit bad for the folks that didn't have a full team there because I mean, what are they going to do? Um, you know, they were trying, uh, they made a great effort, but, but what are, you know, what are they going to do? Um, so coming into the, the, the end of that first lap, one of the Williams guys, a uh, guy, Reggie, a uh, super strong guy, he like, he attacks and he did so at a really good time and he got himself a pretty good gap uh, and he was ripping and um, there wasn't a whole lot of impetus to chase and reason why is because we knew that once he turns around and he's got to take that headwind, cross headwind section for 15 miles all on his own it was going to be pretty hard to, to stay away from us. And so we did eventually catch him, you know, maybe eh, about a quarter of a way, maybe through that, through that second lap. Um, and at this point, the breakaway is, is it's safe. Uh, those guys are going to go to the line. You know, I'm confident that Kyle can bring home the W which which he did. Uh, Kyle did win the race, which was awesome. Um, but I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm feeling good and, uh, like we're going to surely race our bikes. Right. So, you know, we get into this one section that was a pretty, pretty narrow road, really cool road, a uh, pretty narrow road there. We're twisting and turning. And then there were some pretty good, there were some pretty good inclines on this road. Uh, and the road surface, by the way, was like pretty terrible all day. Uh, just being out where it was, um, which, you know, plays into the hands of, the stronger riders, uh, because you've got to put a little bit more power down. And, and so, you know, it kind of wears down maybe the riders that aren't, are not necessarily as fit. 
So anyhow, I was feeling good. And once we got onto this road, uh, there were a couple of attacks from, you know, uh, Jack, one of the guys that was uh, solo, uh, young little Jack and super strong guy. And he attacked a couple of times. And, uh, you know, I think uh, there was a hot tubes kid and, and he attacked a couple of times. And so it was pretty animated through there. And I just said, OK, this is this is good. I, I like this. Like the race is hard. Um, you know, these guys are helping make it hard. And so let's just keep this party going. So, you know, I threw some attacks in myself and, uh, you know, guys bridge up to me, but again, it was kind of like that you attack. And even though guys are able to chase and catch back onto you, like, you know, you're, you know, you're doing damage, you know, you're hurting guys back there, you know, guys are getting tired, guys are getting fatigued. Um, and so I just was like, okay, well, I'm getting brought back, but you know, I'm still feeling really good. And you know, this is working to, to, you know, kind of soften guys up and so on and so forth. So we get through that section and then we get to this cross tail section and we're just kind of riding it. And there was kind of a little bit of a stalemate in the action. But again, I just, I, I thought to myself, I mean, that breakaway is gone. Like let's, let's race our bikes. I mean, we're not all going to come in here we're not, I don't want, you know, a, a 10, 10 rider, nine rider at this point, uh, you know, uh, sorry, eight rider, uh, at this point, like, you know, group sprint, like field sprint, like, no, we're, you know, we're not going to do this. And so, um, I can't remember exactly where I did what I did, but like I, I attacked and I got a gap. Um, and again, I had attacked, I think maybe a couple of times on this cross tailwind section. And then this one actually like stuck. I actually got a gap that I could work with. So I'm, I'm working head down, I'm riding. Um, and I get, you know, Chris Carlson, one of the RBM guys right across to me, uh, just kind of slowly kind of reels me in and he gets on my wheel. And, uh, so I'm like, okay, well the breakaway is safe up the road. Uh, we're not going to catch them. We had about 15 miles left to go. So that, that's not going to happen. Uh, but we're racing for third. We're racing for a podium spot. And so I see him come across. So the wind was coming. It was a cross tail. It was, uh, uh, left to right. So I, uh, I move over a little bit and flick my, flick my arm, uh, for him to come through. And he doesn't come through. I thought to myself, okay, he needs a little, needs a little time to recover. Like, that's fine. He just bridged across to me, like no big deal. Uh, so I just continue to ride. Uh, and then I, you know, flick my elbow again and, uh, he, he doesn't, he doesn't come through. Uh, and so this point I'm like, well, I, I don't know that he's necessarily interested in pulling. So I said, okay, well, if he's going to sit, you know, these next 15 miles on me, then, uh, you know, I'm going to put him in the gutter. So I move over to the right side of the road and, and gutter him, uh, you know, to try and get him to take a little bit more wind. Um, cause obviously I'm taking quite a bit of wind myself, uh, being on the front. And so this, this is kind of how it went. Uh, you know, I did try to shake him up a couple of times and accelerate and, and attack, you know, going up hills and such, but, you know, he was always able to, uh, he was always able to get back up to me. He was always able to ride back up to me. Um, and so I was not able to shake him. So, you know, the writing was on the wall that once we came into the sprint, uh, you know, he jumped me, he was still behind me and he jumped me and, uh, pretty comfortably took third ahead of me, uh, you know, finishing fourth, um, frustrated with that. I mean, you know, I, I, I had better legs than fourth, but, um, that's the way that it goes. And I'm, I'm happy with, um, I'm happy with how I felt. I'm happy with how the legs felt. Uh, I'm happy that, you know, Kyle was able to bring home the win for us. 
Uh, so that was, that was good. So it was a good day. It was a good day overall. Um, you know, it got, uh, it got warm out there. So, you know, we're, we're getting into that time of the, of the year where the heat also plays a factor. Uh, and you just got to make sure that you're doing a good job, you know, hydrating and eating and doing those kinds of things. And honestly, you know, um, I was the, I was the only rider that had an ice sock on like the only guy that started with an ice sock. It was 90 degrees by the end of this thing. We had salt all over us. Uh, I couldn't understand why guys, you know, didn't do that, but I sure am glad that I did. Um, so anyhow, there it is. That's the, that's the recap. Um, and again, really happy with, with where the fitness is at. Uh, just goes to show you that, uh, you know, there's so much more that goes into bike racing. It just is really a chess match on wheels. It's, it's such a, it's such a thinking man's game and you've got to kind of know, you know, uh, what, what's going on around you and, and kind of try to pick the brain of the people around you, of the other teams, you know, your competitors around you to figure out what they're going to try to do and when they're going to try to do it and all those wonderful kinds of things. Um, but, uh, man, like as a team, we rode so well together. Uh, we had, uh, two other guys with us, uh, Adam Burke and Doug Frenchak. And, you know, we just, um, we rode really well as a unit. Uh, we, we, we did what we needed to do to ensure that the gap to, uh, Kyle, uh, was nice and healthy, uh, because we liked our chances in that sprint. And so we didn't do, we didn't do anything nasty like blocking, you know, uh, gosh, it's such a pet peeve when people block and try to slow down the, the progress of a team that's actually trying to bring things back. Please don't do that. Uh, but we sat the wheels, you know, if people were willing to work, we were willing to sit behind them and, and let them do their thing and, and let them make it a race. Uh, you know, we were, we were totally cool with that. Uh, but you know, we, we also just, we tagged everything. I mean, we covered, we covered counter after counter after counter. We were always there. Um, and so just a great, uh, great team effort. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to the next one. We've got one in a couple weeks, uh, the Davy Crockett, uh, you know, stage race, which will have a little time trial in it and it'll have two, uh, two road stages. So, Definitely looking forward to that one. The racing is back and it is good. So anyhow, I hope you guys enjoyed this race recap. And uh, yeah, last thing I want to leave you with is, you know, one of the things that I use when I compete, it's called Amp Human uh, PR Lotion. I don't know a lot of people. I'm surprised at how many people have not heard about this product, but it's a lotion and you rub it on your legs uh, you know, 20 to 30 minutes before you compete, you know, an hour before is, is usually when I do it. And what it does is it delivers sodium bicarbonate to your muscles to buffer lactic acid. If you know anything about basic physiology, you know that lactic acid is essentially the governor for the intensity and duration of the exercise that we're able to perform. I mean, lactic acid basically says, Hey, chill out. Like we need to slow down. We need to stop working so hard. Well, if you introduce sodium bicarbonate into your system, then you buffer that lactic acid. So the body doesn't necessarily get the signal to, Hey, slow down or Hey, we've been out here too long. So what does that mean for us? It means we can train harder. We can train longer. We can compete harder. We can compete longer. So anyhow, uh, I have got a code that I can get to you guys 
for 20% off on that product. So I'm going to leave the link that you can use to go check this product out in the show notes here. And um, yeah, go check it out. Go buy you some. Try it. It's got a money back guarantee. So if you don't like it, you can send it back to these people. But I'm, I'm telling you, um, I haven't had one person tell me it doesn't work. So get on board. Amp Human PR Lotion. All right, folks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.